Good evening. You can always tell when I record it based on what time of day I say it is. We shout out, good evening, and welcome to uh, 30-Minute Reviews. I am Adam on a positively packed news day that I was not expecting to have uh, when I sat down in the car today um, to go to work and then continually check to see anything that's happening, and we got a fuck ton that happened today. We're going to talk about Scream for Scream 5 and the original Scream um, toward the end of the show. But before we get to that, we just have a fuck ton of news to unpack uh, about Star Wars and Marvel. Um, some of it more concrete than others. Uh, uh, some of it is more in the specious rumor department. But let's just dive right in. Um, so first and foremost, we got panel information from Star Wars Celebration that is designed... Really, there's only two panels here that I'm really particularly interested in. There's, a, there's an anniversary panel for the Clone Wars that's kind of cool. There's a making of Andor, because Andor is fantastic. If you haven't watched Andor, go check out Andor. Um, there's a panel about that. But there are two panels that are very interesting. Number one, there's the Ahsoka panel. And number two, there's the panel for the future of Star Wars and where Star Wars is going. Hang on, I have the exact phrasing here, because I, I, I took a note of it for... Uh, for Josie. Um, the Lucasfilm Studio Showcase is what it's called. It is a must-see showcase that will kick off the weekend's festivities into hyperdrive. Lucasfilm's current crop of live-action filmmakers will be joined by special guests to discuss many current and upcoming Star Wars adventures, including The Mandalorian, Andor, and more. Now, um, filmmaker is the word that I like here a lot. I like the use of the word filmmaker because... I know that they may be using filmmaker in the more macro sense, referring to uh, even the, the TV side of things, but we don't know what's going on with Star Wars on the theatrical side of things. We know what's going on with streaming, and they're doing pretty well, you know, They uh, and look, we're saying pretty well. I mean, Andor was good, but Kenobi wasn't great, and uh, Book of Boba Fett wasn't good either, but, you know, Mandalorian Season 3 so far, after one episode, is kind of fun, and, uh, you know... We got, we got things going somewhat in the right direction. Hopefully they can maintain it throughout this season. We'll see. But we don't know what's going on theatrically. They were supposed to have three movies come out this decade, but we're already past one of the, re one of the release dates is set to be this year, and that's already not going to happen. That's already been wiped. I think the 2025 is still on the slate, but we'll talk about that a little bit later when we talk about the specious rumor department. But I think that we need to find out more. Um, and to that end, we also got news today that Kevin Feige's Star Wars movie has been canceled, as has the Rogue Squadron movie that Patty Jenkins was doing. Um, they've both been canceled. Uh, Taika Waititi's movie is still in development, as is the movie being written by um, uh, Damian Lindelof. Um, so I think that that's the priority one that's going to come first, and I think that that's the one that could be holding the 2025 date, um, but we're not 100% on that yet. Um, I'm interested to see what happens but it could be, you know, it could be any number of things. It could be happening, it could be not happening. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic about there being a Star Wars movie in 2025. Because um, they're going to want that, I think. Uh, and I think we're going to get details of it at this panel. Because that's going to be the thing. You want to kick off Star Wars Celebration with a bang. You want to start it out with like, oh, you know the shows you're getting. You know that already. You are sitting down in this panel, knowing the TV shows that are coming, you know about Skeleton Crew, you know about Ahsoka, you know about, you know, Mandalorian having a fourth season, because John Favreau already talked about that. You know 
about Andor Season 2, what else is coming that isn't going to be covered at these other things? And that's where I want to see this kind of kick into high gear and move on that way. Uh, and that's the perfect way to do it. Be like, oh, we have a new Star Wars movie coming. Here's what it's going to be called. Here's the concrete release date. Let's fucking go. Like, that's how they're going to start this thing off. If they do it right. And I'm hoping that's the case. Um, but we'll find out in a little over a month. I think it's like a month from now, like Thursday, is when this panel actually is. So we'll find out sooner rather than later what, if any, Star Wars thing is going to be happening. Um, which is going to be cool. A um, little bummed out about Kevin Feige's Star Wars movie being canceled. I mean, I don't know why he's a producer. He's not really a writer. I'm not, like, it's the kind of thing where it's like it sounds good on paper, but it's like, all right, I guess, sure. Like, when you think about it for too long, you're like, he's not really a screenwriter. He's not a director. He's he's a producer, a good producer. He's a good studio head, but he's not someone who, who does this to begin with. Like, all right, sure. Um, and I think that Patty Jenkins's um, Rogue Squadron movie could have been cool. I'm a big fan of, you know, the Star Wars books and, and stuff that get into the more military aspects of Star Wars, the war behind the Star Wars. Like, if you go back and listen to Exploring Hyperspace Lands with me and Josie, if you go to multipleworldproductions.com slash EHL, you can find links. And if you listen to that show, you'll hear us talk about how it's like the 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 aspect of Star Wars that works best is when you get into the more gritty, grounded war aspect of it. And I think that, you know, having that be adapted here would have been interesting, but it apparently is not going to happen now. Um, but in terms of Star Wars news, that's all we got. Marvel news is where we start to get into high gear. Um, so the first thing is a confirmation, uh, one good, one bad, regarding Daredevil show coming in 2024. We now have concrete confirmation that John Bernthal will be reprising his role as Frank Castle, a.k.a. The Punisher, on the show. However, we also found out that it is likely that Deborah Ann Wool and I don't know the guy who, named, who played Foggy's name, they will not be reprising um, either. Which is a little bit of a bummer. Um, I think that that was a, you know, it's a great team that they have all together there. And it's a shame they're not going to all come back for this. To be realistic, I don't think it is a recast situation. I think it is these characters don't fit into whatever narrative they're doing on this show. Um, and I think that if that's the case, that's probably the better way to do it. Because um, recasting, I think you're going to have an inherently uphill battle to deal with because of how long, like... It's not like changing out Terrence Howard or changing out Ed Norton um, or I, I would say even putting in Harrison Ford instead of um, William Hurt. I think this is a much bigger difference um, considering how long we've had to get to know these characters and get to know their dynamic. I think changing it up could be cumbersome, and I think that that's the easiest way to kind of get around that is to not deal with that. Um, just have the characters removed entirely if you're not going to have the same actress come back. Um, which is a shame. I think I, I would prefer they were back, but if they're not coming back, they're not coming back. Nothing we can do about that. But John Bernthal coming back is cool. Uh, I'm just a little concerned that we're going to get less a Daredevil show and more like a proto-Defender show um, as we have that. And there's also the rumor that was going around a few months back about Jenna Ortega joining as um, as White Tiger, which is another thing that I'm kind of iffy about, because if there's one thing we learned from, like, Arrow and other things like that, uh, Titans, too, as you start to get toward the occult and the more mystic in these grounded shows, the show tends to not work as well. Um, the less grounded you get in a grounded show, the more weird it is, and I think that that's where we can kind of get into if we're getting into this more mystical aspect with White Tiger coming in. Um, again, 
specious rumor. Don't know if that's true, but John Bernthal is definitely coming back. Um, now for the real big specious rumor, the the real big, I can't confirm or deny this. Um, and for a little bit of a preference, um, uh, every once in a while on Google News, the direct will come up with a story, and the direct will link it to Reddit. Now, this is a pinned post on the Marvel Studios spoilers subreddit about a possible change to the release slate. Um, from Marvel Studios under the new system to put out quality over quantity as seen by what happened with Phase 4 where everything kind of came out and a lot of it wasn't great because they were just trying to pump out content under the system put in place by uh, by Bob Chapek to get as much content out on streaming as possible. Plus, you also have compounded the fact there was a pandemic. There's a lot of issues here um, that went into that. So this rumor that apparently had been validated to the point that the mods were comfortable post-pinning this to the, to the subreddit. Um, if it's accurate, it's a complete shakeup of what we know going into this arc of Marvel. So, here's what I, here's, here are the notes that I have on it, okay? So, under this update, um, Guardians 3 will be staying where it is uh, the first week of May. Secret Invasion will be the first TV show of Phase 5, and that comes out May 17th. That tracks, because I think that Marvel and Lucasfilm learned their lesson um, following last year's debacle with Miss Marvel and Kenobi, um, where while the ratings rebounded, there was an initial lull in viewership for Miss Marvel because it was going on the same time as Kenobi, and they were premiering on the same day. Uh, and Kenobi had a head start, so... Kenobi ended up getting better ratings, but then they ended up rebounding, if I remember correctly. I could be wrong on that. Um, so that's going to happen. So May 17th until, like, June, I think was what they said. Then Loki picks up in July, July 26th. Echo is coming out in October, and I think that was somewhat confirmed by Alka Cox's uh, post about she can't wait for October. Um, then we get into some of the newer stuff. Allegedly, Marvel's going to be doing more of the special presentations following the success of the Guardians Holiday Special and the, um, what was the other one? The, uh, the, the Werewolf by Night. So, Mephisto is going to be the first one, and that's going to come out this Halloween, allegedly. Again, this is all alleged, and until we get some confirmation from Marvel Studios directly, we will take this all with a grain of salt the size of a small planet. Um, so... Mephisto is the first one that comes out this Halloween, um, which makes a little bit of sense because Mephisto um, allegedly plays into um, Ironheart because that's where the hood gets his powers. So, you know, I, I could see that kind of lining up. That does make sense. Then the Marvels comes out on November 10th. Then Sentry comes out this Christmas. And Sentry... Stephen Yun allegedly is playing, and he will be debuting in Thunderbolts. Now, the reason why that one kind of fits is Thunderbolts comes out in 2025. This they can shoot on set at the same time and move on from there. That will set up Thunderbolts. Um, then we get into 2024. Ironheart will be early 2024. Daredevil Born Again will be spring 2024. And then the first movie in 2024 will be New World Order, the Captain America movie with um, Sam as Captain America, Anthony Mackie, as Sam playing Captain America. Um, then the next movie will be Thunderbolts, July 26th, that's staying. Allegedly, between those, we'll get more episodes of I Am Groot, which will mileage will vary on that, depending on how you like it. Um, 
Deadpool 3 will be September 6th, 2024. I think that's a move, but I'm not 100% certain. Um, Wonder Man has been pushed up to fall 2024. Um, and what was in fall 2024 got pushed back. Um, and then Halloween next year, we get Man-Thing. And that will be the end of Phase 5. Phase 6, we start with November 2024 with Blade. November 8th, 2024. Then Christmas 2024, there's a special presentation about Silver Surfer, which I think is a great idea to introduce that character um, and have them kind of laid out. That's a fantastic way of doing it. Um, Agatha Coven of Chaos has been delayed to late 2024, early 2025, which makes a little bit of sense. You want a little bit of time for the effects on that. Fantastic Four is sticking to the Fe February 14th, 2025 date. Vision Quest is advancing on the schedule to spring 2025. Vision Quest was previously in discussions and will follow Vision as he comes to terms with who he is. Because remember that white Vision's out there in the world um, since the end of WandaVision. So he has to come to terms with who he is and figure that out. Um, now, and I think that this, if accurate, again, if accurate, further confirms my theory. Um... May 2nd, 2025, allegedly, is Armor Wars. Originally, Armor Wars was going to be a streaming show on Disney+. Plus. It got moved to be a movie in order to better service a story. Now, I called bullshit on that. I thought the reason they were going to do Armor Wars was because it was going to feature the return of Tony Stark. And if that's the case, what better place to do it than Armor Wars. And I'm not saying we're going to see the return of Tony Stark in the same capacity we saw him in before. I'm not saying we're going to see Tony Stark anything like that. I'm thinking that if that's the case, and if Tony Stark is returning in uh, in this, it'll probably be a life model decoy, and I think that they probably pull from, uh, what's it called? From, uh, um, what was that called? That other thing. Um, uh, Superior Iron Man that they did a few years back with the symbiote-infused armor. Um, probably not Symbiote because they don't have the rights to that and they haven't introduced the Symbiote fully in the MCU unless that's what they were doing at the end of, like, they could always say that the post credit scene at the end of, um, what's it called? At the end of, uh, uh, what was that? At the end of No Way Home was setting that up instead. Either way, moving on. Um, then what if season two is mid-2025, which is a massive delay considering it was expected to come this year, but according to this, it's being delayed to mid-2025, which is a choice. Um, the July 2025 movie, July 25th, is going to be Young Avengers, which is interesting, if that's the case. I'm very into that idea, um, I, I because I've loved this new crop that they have that they're working with. I've, I think a lot of them are doing a lot of really great work, and I, I would like to see them get the chance to do this story, and I think doing it a year after Thunderbolts is a great idea. Uh, they're doing a show, Midnight Angels, Fall 2025, which I think there was rumors about. Um, allegedly, that's Fall 2025 is a Disney Plus show. The Halloween 2025 special is going to be Ghost Rider, and I think there is no winning this situation. Um, because if you do Johnny Blaze, and it's not Nick Cage... People will be upset. If you do Robbie Reyes, and it's not Gabriel Luna, people are going to be upset. Because he did great on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That said, 
I would be interested to see where this goes. I'm interested to see how they do Ghost Rider. Then October 2025 is going to be Zombies, which is a delay as well. That was supposed to be 2024, but it got moved back. Um, Shang-Chi 2 will be coming November 7th, 2025, which I'm super pumped about if this is accurate. I really want to see that. Uh, Nova will be a special presentation. Holiday 2025. And here is one of the ones that I think is where we kind of get into a situation that I think that this is not entirely accurate. Um, as of right now, there is still a, a Star Wars movie scheduled for release December 19th, 2025. As of right now. Now that said, they could move it, but I don't think that's likely because I think we're still in a situation where, unless they push it back a year, because here's, we're doing a little bit of, of, of math here. They shot Avatar 2 and 3 back-to-back, and they've started shooting Avatar 4 and 5. Um, Avatar 2, or have they started 4 and 5? 2 and 3 were definitely shot back-to-back. So 2 came out last year, 3 comes out next year, in 2024. uh, Two years apart. So, if that's the case, and we have that happening, um, 2025 was supposed to be the next Star Wars movie, because it was supposed to alternate 2022, um... Avatar 2023, Star Wars 2024, Avatar 2025, Star Wars, yada, yada, yada. Um, If they haven't started shooting Avatar 4 yet, um, and they're going to make that, it is possible that it doesn't make that 2026 date, in which case it can just bump Star Wars back a year, and then flip it, we're starting the next year, they have an extra year for Avatar to be worked on. That's a distinct possibility. As it stands right now, Spider-Man 4... It's slated, according to this, for December 19, 2025. I don't know how accurate that is. That's the only one that I'm really kind of iffy about, because I don't know how well that meshes with what we have on the record so far. But we'll see. Um, that's the only one I'm really kind of hesitant about. And kind of the thing that's kind of like the crack in the armor on this. Um, they're doing a Strange Academy show, which should surprise no one, because that comic came out and everyone fucking loved that comic. That's 2025 into 2026, leading directly into... Doctor Strange 3, which is getting bumped up to before the Kang Dynasty, which got bumped back a year, um, according to this, this you know, discussion. Um, and then Doctor Strange 3 will go into Miss Marvel, which goes into Avengers the Kang Dynasty. And that will be the end of Phase 6. Now you're probably wondering, so where are Secret Wars? Secret Wars is its own saga. Phase 7, the Battleworld saga. Which, when I read that, I popped a semi. So for Battleworld Saga, we start out with Moon Knight Season 2 in mid-2026. Then that goes into a movie for Midnight Suns, which I read that, and it wasn't a semi anymore. It was a you know, full mast. Here we go. Hang a flag on it. Let's go. A Midnight Suns movie in July. Fucking love that idea. With all these moving parts that have already been introduced, I want to see this movie. Can we have this movie right now? This is a great idea. Fall 2026. She-Hulk Season 2. Not a lot of time to fix the effects, so it'll look a lot better. And they'll be able to figure this out a little bit better. But Fall 2026 for She-Hulk Season 2 is another great idea. Um, And and I really like She-Hulk Season 1. Now, they don't have an exact thing for Halloween 2026, but they're indicating they believe the Black Knight will be a special presentation for Halloween. Which, again, great idea there. Love all of that. I love, love that idea. Um... November 6th, 2026, several people I know will be very happy about this, including Peter. World War Hulk. As a movie. Because at that point, 
the rights will have reverted back to Marvel Studios. Um, so that is that is very interesting if that's the case. Then there's another holiday special, which they didn't have any any indication of what it could be. Um, early 2027, they're indicating what if season three, which is a big if because they don't know if it's going to get picked up for season three or not. Um, but if it does, it would likely fall into that 2027 spot. Um, in early 2027, um, February 12th, 2027, they're saying Eternals 2, which I'm all on board for. I really liked the Eternals and I know that that's an unpopular opinion, but I did really enjoy the Eternals. So a sequel to that could be cool. And I know Chloe Zhao will not be back for that, which is a shame. Um, but that is where that's going. Now, we get into the end of 2020, the end of the Battle World saga. Illuminati to get a TV show in spring 2027, and that goes into Secret Wars May 7th, either 2027 or 2028. Ending on in July of 2028 with Avengers Forever. Now, Here's the thing with this. They put a little bit of an asterisk on this to an extent because they say that what they want to do and, and they're, they're weighing is that they could delay Secret Wars and Avengers Forever into 20... Let me get the exact phrasing on this. Yes, the exact phrasing is Secret Wars could be split into two parts, but it's 50-50 now. If it does happen, it'll be no projects between the two. And Forever will be more focused on being a last hurrah for the Infinity Saga characters and more accurate to the 2015 Secret Wars by being character-driven and not I-know-that-character-driven. Not that that's all Secret Wars will be, but again, don't be shocked if this one doesn't happen. We've also heard this is titled Avengers Eternity Wars, and, and if Secret Wars is split, we believe it could be this move to 2028 could be the lineup of the 20th anniversary of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Now, looking at that, and looking kind of broadly at what is, uh, if that's the case. This isn't the first time this has happened, because Marcus McFeely did talk about it. I think it was on an episode of Fat Man on Batman, or Fat Man Beyond, whatever whatever it was at the time. They talked on that about how there was discussion about turning um, Infinity War Part Two, or what we now call Endgame, into a two-part movie with the third act of Endgame being basically its own movie. Everything from them getting back after the time heist on being its own movie, which is why you see those, you know, there's that alternate cut of some of the things where it's more action driven earlier, like when they have Thanos show up when uh, on Vormir, like that would kind of line up with that idea. Now, here we get this kind of thing where if they do split stuff into two movies and have nothing in between, I, I don't think they can delay the 2028 to start because then you're going to do nothing between spring 2028 with an Illuminati TV show, have people wait a year and then go into Secret Wars and then do nothing between them. It, 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 it's, a, it's an interesting conundrum. Um, I just don't think it's 100% likely. That That's kind of where I stand on this. Um, I'm fine with it if they do it. I mean, I'll show up either way, but, you know, I'm surprised they don't try to cram another year in there, though. If the goal is to line it up with the 2028 to, to be 20 years since Iron Man, why wouldn't you attempt to line it up a little bit better? Why wouldn't you put a uh, put another year in there somewhere? Come up with other bullshit to do to get you there. Because um, it is a possibility. Um, or maybe they're just hoping for another pandemic to close everything down for a year. Who knows? But that could be interesting. Now, that's not all we have. There are several other things that they have listed. Let me just pull up the list real quick. Um, 
So there's a project with Nomad. It is focused on bringing back Chris Evans. He will be the protagonist. Black Widow will also return. Her and Chris Evans will produce and also be the um, will also be the stars. Script and casting is currently being kept under wraps. They're set to begin filming in early 2024. They want to make the project where Captain America returns the Infinity Stones to their place in time. This is the series that sees that adventure. Its multiversal will see different time ta- timelines with alternate versions of the characters, Steve and Natasha. They will bring new photography directors, which means they'll change the visual style and cinematic image of the standards that we're used to. They're being searched for HBO um, visioners for Secret Wars reshoots, and they're going to continue with that for the cinematography. The story is more serious and mature, but less jokes and childish attitudes. If they wanted to experiment with these styles, this could be, and if it works, it will go on uh, in the future with other MCU projects. In terms of other stuff, um, post-Phase 7, uh, Scarlet Witch film, a Namor special, and, or Namor special, and a Monica Rambeau series are being floated to happen after Secret Wars, plus Deadpool 4. By the end of Phase 7 or 8, no characters from the Infinity Saga will be left. All of the Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars um, will be their send-off. Uh, Spider-Man Freshman Year has not been canceled. So, yeah. I, look, I hope that this is, you know, I hope this is real because it's like, at, while they're delaying stuff and making more room, it feels more fleshed out just in terms of titles, in terms of, like, getting you from point A to point B, uh, with point A being the end of the Infinity Saga and point B being Secret Wars feeling fulfilling. I feel like that's kind of where we have, like, this feels right or more right than where we are right now. Um, and I think that this could lead to some interesting new stories. Um, and, I, and a lot of this I'm really interested in from a, from a you know, what's wrong over here, from a more, you know, from, from a storyteller perspective. I want to see where these things go. Um, yeah, that World War Hulk movie idea, I'm really on board for. And I hope this is the case. And I think that what, what could happen, though, is people can read into the adjustments in the slate. If they come to San Diego with this slate and, and they, they announce, oh, by the way, here's going to be the full slate for real. Um, if they do that, it could be read as a position of weakness if you're delaying the Avengers movie by a year, because that hasn't happened before. Um, but I think that it's better to delay, like, you know, the, the old adage, a delayed game is, you know, is will eventually be good, but a bad game is bad forever. That also applies to movies to an extent. Um, but at the same time, if we're if we're delaying the movie, not just for the sake of delaying the movie for quality, but we're also delaying the movie this early in pre-production with the intent that we're going to go forward and, and fill in some of the storytelling blanks beforehand, that could be good. Because the last thing you want is, and not to cast aspersions on, on DC, but the last thing you want is a Justice League situation where, you know, we have this four-hour cut of Justice League that Zack Snyder made, which is... You know, better than theatrical. But the problem is this movie is forced to do a lot of the narrative heavy lifting to introduce and teach us who all these characters are. Because there wasn't an Aquaman movie before Justice League. There wasn't a Flash movie before Justice League. There wasn't a movie about um, about Cyborg. And Cyborg is so integral to the plot of what happens in Justice League that not having a movie there is a disservice both to, you know, the character Cyborg and the plot of Justice League. So, like... Herein, we have this problem where it's like a delay by a few years of Justice League would have alleviated a lot of this. And by the time we get to probably where Endgame was, we could have had a competent Justice League movie where we don't have Zack Snyder in the unenviable position of having to do all the narrative heavy lifting to establish all these characters. That's not the job of the crossover movie. 
In the, in the same way that, like, you know, I, I think it was Lawrence Fishburne who said it. People don't read the Avengers Annual every year to see what Perry White's up to. It's like, I don't read the uh, the, the Justice League Annual. I don't read the Justice League Annual to see what Barry is talking about with his dad. We shouldn't have to lay out that part of his character in this. We shouldn't have to lay out his relationship with Iris. We shouldn't have to lay out anything like that. We shouldn't have to go through the entire backstory of Cyborg in the crossover movie. And therein lies the problem. Um, and I think delaying it in this way could prevent that kind of thing from happening. And the, the other thing that this rumor talks about is that there's a the possibility of them splitting, you know, an Ultimate Universe off, um, doing kind of like that, where it's kind of like a soft reboot, um, alternate timeline, you know, movies. I don't know how well audiences will respond to that. That's my only concern. I don't know how well audiences will, will react to having this this new onboarding ramp for people who are trying to get into it. And it's like, okay, so you're going to reboot, and it's been 20 years. So are we just going to kind of rebuild it from the ground up, just start where, start with Iron Man and move on from there? Or are we going to um, do everything totally different? Like, how does that work? And I'm interested to see, like, if they can do it, I'm interested to see how they do it. I'm just not 100% certain how that works. Um but yeah, um, we've been going for like a half hour now. I wasn't going to do scream and scream and scream. I really don't want to. I just want to go home and eat. Um, let me see. What else have we got? Uh, if you want to hear my discussion on Scream 5, you can go on thirty on Beware of Spoilers. I, I'll include a link to it in the description um, where if you want to go back and hear that, I did do a lengthy discussion of Scream 5. After the movie came out last uh, last January, um, and Scream Six does come out this week, uh, Scream Four, Cliff Notes version of how I felt about it. I wasn't thrilled. I didn't think it was that good. All the stuff they do that they do about reboots doesn't quite jive because it doesn't feel like a reboot at the same time. Like what Scream Five, Scream Five does. We'll, we'll just do it. What Scream Five does very well is that it takes the like okay, what all the Scream movies do when they do them well is they take the idea of the movie they're doing. And yet it's existing in that space while also poking fun at what's happening in that space. Where the first scream is they're living in a horror movie. So they're they're all horror movie fans who have lived who are now living through the tropes and they know what's going to happen to an extent. So it adds to the 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 you know, the the dramatic irony of the situation. Um and then Scream Five, it's a legacy sequel where they want to make a legacy sequel. After the last one was poorly received. They want to make a legacy sequel to it, and it's like, okay, that kind of makes sense, because they're living in that situation. It's like, oh, we bring the original one, we bring back an original cast member, we do this, we do this, we do this. The reboot, you know, the 2011 one, they, they, they keep using reboot, but the movie doesn't feel like a reboot. It just feels like another sequel. So it just kind of doesn't quite work the same way. Um, and I think that that's why 4 kind of doesn't work. And also, I wasn't, like, like I, I saw, like, oh, fan-favorite character Kirby will be back in, in 6, and I was like, how the fuck did Kirby become a fan-favorite character? She doesn't really do anything the entire way through. I mean, good for Hayden Panettiere. I mean, she can get, you know, all the acting acting jobs she wants. I have no problem with that. But, like, I mean, more power to you. I don't understand how she became a fan-favorite with how little her role was in that movie. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, I mean, you can skip Scream 4 and probably not miss too much. Going, that, and the only reason I watched it is because... I was like, I should probably know who Kirby is if it's gonna be this big of a deal, but she's barely in the movie as it is. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think that just about wraps it up for today. I think we've covered enough for today. Um, so well, we'll be back uh, with two new series 
starting later this week, we'll be covering Outer Banks on um, 30 Minute Reviews Presents, uh, what did I call it? Um, the Watch List. We're going to start with Outer Banks, episode one, on Thursday. And then next week, we're going to start with uh, Back Catalog Files, presented by 30 Minute Reviews, which is going to be me talking about games that I have yet to play, or games that I have played in the past that I don't talk about enough. And as always, as the same with this, if any news happens, we'll discuss it on that as well. Um, so, until our next episode, have a great rest of your week.